had a little doodah on my shower, which was powered just by the water. And then a little LED screen lights up telling you what the temperature is. That is so you. <laughs> yeah. You would have but, um, with the robot arms. The, uh, well, also I got nerdy because when I moved into my own flat and then I'm like, okay, I'm now in charge of things like the temperature of the water from the, what the, I have a, what's it called? Immersion heater. And so initially I turned the thermostat down to as low as it goes, which I think is 50 to save energy. What? And also because oh, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I also don't like, um, well, it's more to save energy. It's not so much for the, the money. It's to not waste electricity, but the, um, they then, when you need it and don't when you don't like, that's too short, yeah. man. But the, um, <laughs> well, but I, I also found that like, that was too hot. The, the, temp, the water of the temperature, the, the temperature of the water was too hot. That's why I mean so, people don't actually like hot things. Yeah. So, but then I found out that you should have it at least fifty-five in order to prevent Legionnaires' disease. So. Oh yeah, you said about this before. Yeah. But um, no, it's true. Like, like, I, I don't... Hot, like if you're going to have a bath, it needs to be really hot to be like. Well, I'm kind of wondering how 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 hot you actually have it because when Probably I went scalding. to. Well, when I went to. Taiwan ages ago they had the hot springs which oh. I was also a bit I was skeptical about Love. how hot these hot springs whether they were actually naturally hot because they're, they're sort of basically they had it where they were sort of cascading so the top level was the hottest bath yeah and I think that was I think that was maybe 39 or 42 even possibly it was really really hot so it doesn't sound very hot 42 degrees it's incredibly hot to be in a in a bath that hot and can kill you <laughs> but if it you go could, in honestly. a hot springs you just go in for a little bit of time don't you but it's yeah. so nice oh my god I was thinking about that when I was in the bath it's just like what I really want and like I want to find out like where can you go in England is there anywhere in London that's like an actual like like a proper they have like a hot there's not any natural hot springs no not I mean, natural but like right. a hammam like a proper like not like a fucking spas. gym that has like a tiny that's not even hot like <laughs> like just the proper like baths where you can go and go into like a plunge pool and like ah oh, it's so good yeah obviously a natural one is better but like also yeah well that was thing because I was skeptical like, I was like surely, there. So nice. surely they're just heating this water but then literally outside of the spa there's a river Mm. And the river is just steaming hot. Oh. And it's like, wow. So the water is just coming straight out of the ground at this temperature. But um, I yeah. found, because 38 is your body temperature. 37. Because, well, 30, yeah, 37, 38. And um, once you, in a, in a pool as hot as that, can be dangerous even. Because it's like, once you go above your body temperature, then you can no longer regulate your heat and you just will. But you only do it for a bit and then you're going to cold. Yeah. It's good for you. We've been doing this for a in, long um, time. Yeah, in, in Budapest. Yeah. I did sort of the hot and cold. The cold, actually, I found, I preferred the cold. Oh, I hate they that. Had a, they had a cold but it's one. good it to, like, like, go afterwards, but I don't really like it much. Yeah. But, oh, in, it's just so good when you've got, like, achy muscles. There's nothing like it. Mm. It's so fucking good. And if it's in a nice, like, tiled place, it's really beautiful. There's one in Paris, um, and it's got, like, it's a hammam, and it's got... um like a garden outside with like birds everywhere and like all this like sort of terrace with things growing overhead and you sit and have mint tea afterwards. 
Me and Hannah went there. Ah. Oh. But do you know of anywhere in London that we could go um, to? Um, I'm craving Hard it. to know. Hard to know what they're like. I want to go to um, back to Harbin Hot Springs, Hot Springs in California. It was not. I think it was in Sonoma. Oh, that was amazing. It's just like in the middle of the forest, and it's just really hot Californian sun, and they've got like natural hot springs the pool and then just like all these like leafy so you go in the pool and there's just like trees over you <laughs> ah i mean there's a spa very near me it says it's one of london's oldest turkish baths there you go a turkish bath that's what you want two saunas two aroma steam rooms turkish baths with a yes. tepidarium a cordarium and a laconium that's what you want is it only men no it's, oh. this is the council why have we never been there month. I don't know. You never mentioned it. I'm sure I have. It's that swimming pool I've talked about. You know the swimming oh, pool. Oh yeah, you have, but we've never done it. It's it's part can of the Can I go next time complex. we come up? Can you yeah. do you look if yeah. we can go? Do you have to book it or yeah, you have to book it. Yeah, probably does it do men and women go separately though? Usually they do. Uh well on the photo on their homepage, they have two men and a woman in the in the sauna together, but the men are talking to each other and just ignoring her while she gets her eyes. <laughs> closed and looking kind of blissed out probably She's imagine freaking. a world without men <laughs> <laughs> almost definitely <laughs> that's that's the kind of contented look she has <laughs> she's like imagine some virus just killed all the men how great would life be <laughs> or maybe she put something in the water that's going to kill off the kill off all the men she's gonna um, she's just like yes any moment now they're gonna collapse my plan is underway. <laughs> oh, there are male and female sessions. So maybe it doesn't. Maybe it is. Uh... Well, yeah, that's in Old usually Street. they're separate. And it's not even showing up on this list now. I'm confused. Anyway, we'll find out about that. Also, did you know my friend, um, a colleague at work, colleague at work, that's a, what's that word when you, I could always forget the word for when, oh. God, when you say the same thing twice. Anyway, it, my colleague <laughs> lives in Eastbourne. She's from Eastbourne. <laughs> she said that Mockham Pool is maybe maybe going to close. People are petitioning it. This is my fear. Always my fear that Mockham is going to close. I love it. This is weird. On the drop down, they have just me, two guests, two guests, a couple, and then three guests and four guests. Oh, we don't want couple things. That's gross. But do you think that means that you go to separate things otherwise? Yeah, probably. Who knows? Or maybe it just means something like two. I don't quite know what that means. You kind of like wonder what exactly happens and the difference between you're a couple and you're not a couple. Yeah, do you have to prove it? And presumably Did that naughty includes things same sex. Happen? I mean, it must include same sex couples, I would imagine. So Not necessarily. Well, sure, no, it'd have to by law. I don't think so. If it's, it's a private ludicrously, place and it's Turkish, like ludicrously two-hour thermal spa experience. How much mm -hmm. do you think that would be? No, quite a bit. Thirty quid. Twenty-six. Mm. Seems that seems really cheap to me for London. Oh. This is like an advert for them. This is. Uh, so we do have with... to go separately. It doesn't. It's unclear with whom. Anyone? How oh, you choose. 
Is it naked? Uh, I don't think I don't think they ever. Been, I don't think so. No. No. I wouldn't imagine they would. They would enforce that anyway. <laughs> you must be naked. Mm. I, I think the, actually, imagine in the in No, the hot springs we went to in California was naked. It was a nude one. But what if you chose not to be? Would they just kick you out? No, but it would be, be weird. I remember that there was. I probably said it before, you but like you'd shamed. There was this one girl, and it was really. It was really interesting, actually, because first, like me and Nathan were like, "Oh God, can we do this?" And then, soon, I mean, he was quite open about his body anyway. He's just growing up in California, and they're all just like, "Yeah." <laughs> um and like you get used to it so quickly like we were in the change rooms and we're like i guess we go out and we just walked out but then within like five minutes it was just like oh this is just normal now and because everyone is and you're all just like outside and it's just like really relaxed you're just like oh yeah and you just don't think anything of it and then this girl got in and she had a bikini on and she was the only one there wearing something for whatever reason and she was really hot and it was really annoying because it was like the it was like the opposite like she everyone was looking at her and it was almost like she wasn't wearing any clothes it's like everyone's wearing clothes and someone's naked and be like what and it was like that it like drew more attention to her that she was wearing a bikini if that makes sense it was like more sexy whereas the other things were just not sexualized it was just like oh well we're all just here it's bodies and I do quite like it. It's really um, our, like our societies are so fucking sanitized now and so segregated. Like we, you know, I just think I think it's really important that people see each other's body, normal bodies, because mm-hmm. you otherwise you only see things on TV and in films and they're not normal people. And they've usually had surgery and or they've been picked because they are extraordinary and they've got the part because they don't look like everyone else and even nowadays like even if they you do have the odd one that's like slightly different it's still they're still an actor they're still in that world like it's not usually just like you or me and it's just not in a normal circumstance but like I feel like especially like teenagers that that I work with they just have some weird ideas about bodies (laughs) and it's just unhealthy and it's so freeing to just be like oh yeah here's everyone and it's just like oh it's okay like everyone has weird bits on their like and you feel like oh yeah my body's not so bad it's just a body it's like you're not sitting there judging yourself do you know what I mean <laughs> but I feel like, like wearing clothes <laughs> we are like what you feel now like when I go to the beach and I'm like getting changed on the beach and because it's also like oh but not let anyone see me you feel more exposed and more like kind of oh maybe they're thinking I'm not so good because look at those people in a bikini and they're all like skinny and I don't know it's just it's interesting I wouldn't want it all the time but it's nice (laughs) to be (laughs) I don't like these naked bike rides because that's just gross because you're riding a bike doing things it's just like oh I don't need to see that how did you encounter this then? Because there is one in Brighton, isn't it? They're always happening in Brighton, yeah. So oh, yeah, it's a right. regular thing. Um, today is the London Marathon. I thought oh, I might pop along and have a look at that in a bit. Nothing bores me more than marathons. I'm sorry, listener, if you are a runner. Sorry, it's so Wait, boring. Did... It's so fucking boring. What about speed, what about speed walking? <laughs> 
<laughs> I watched some of that. That's kind of more interesting. I'm more into that. Have you watched it though? No. It's it's so because uh, I'll tell you why I watched it is because we were doing some coverage at work on the Olympics, oh. and speed walking is one of the longest events, and therefore it was one of these ones that was going to because of it was happening in Japan. The time zone start and end of it was some way significant as to other some other thing going on. So we were like, is there any event taking place? And the only one that was was speed walking. <laughs> and then I just looked up about the speed walking and saw some footage from I think the Commonwealth Games or something. But it's so weird because they go a really long way. It's fifty k, which is insane. How many miles is that? Uh, like thirty five or something like that. I think so. It's longer than just a marathon. Walking in that weird, just walking. wiggly hip way. <laughs> yeah. Surely it's not good for you. None of these things so the, are good for you. No, I imagine. Well, it's a, it's a myth. Everyone's like, oh, I'm so healthy. It's fucking not. You get so many injuries. We're not meant to be doing this kind of shit. People have lifelong injuries from this kind of crap. It could do, but I mean, I guess, people. At least, I mean, I guess it'd be like a weird repetitive injury from something like that rather than, no, you know, you're unlikely to. pull their hamstrings and they're like, they fuck their feet up and all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah, it would fuck your feet up, yeah. But it was a weird thing as well because the, the course was just two kilometres on a road. So you just walk one kilometre down one side, turn around and walk back the other. And the thing that's so weird <laughs> with it as well is that, like, the, the distance is so small. So there's, like, the person who was, like, the world champion was only just in front of the person behind. And you're just kind of like, come on, you can easily catch up. But they can't because they're walking. <laughs> it's just so frustrating. Oh it's, like, honestly, like, 10 like feet ahead of this guy. Yeah, for ages. And you just, you just, but you can't do anything because you can't run. You know, it's like, and, and the, the, I think there was a British guy in it. Oh, you got have to hold yourself back. Because he, he had been running. And that itself is so weird because it's like official when you go past this sort of certain station. Um, he just, he what's just. What's the difference? How is it a run and not a walk? Like, where does it become you, a run? When you have to have one foot on the ground at all time. So if, if two feet go, if both feet leave the ground, and they have spotters all the way along the route looking for this. Yeah. And so this guy had had something like five infractions. And um, so then as he comes to the past the station, the official, it's so weird, the official in this like blazer, because you know the way officials have to wear these like sort of like uptight suits. He just steps out into the track and holds up like this, this little red lo lollipop in front of his face. But it's like right in his face as well, just like that. And the guy is just like, fuck. And then just, you know, walks off the side and starts, you know, cursing and then having a shower. <laughs> but it's just so weird. And that was it because, and, and you can see why it's just so tempting. It's like, How long does it take? Oh, hours and hours. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to watch so, that? It's like a sort of frustrating dream where you can't yeah, it's catch so up. You can't like go fast enough and like, yeah. you're just like, oh, and like your legs won't work properly. This one was um, oh. taking place in Doha, I think, or something as well. So it's probably not Commonwealth. I don't know what it was. Doha, um, where's that? I think it's one of the, I think it's a Middle Eastern country. So oh. I think it's somewhere in the United Arab Emirates. I'm not sure. Um, oh my God. And so it was also, it was really hot. And so they were also oh. like packing, a lot of them put an ice pack on their head and then put a hat on top of it to hold it in place. And they were just dripping sweat continually. They just sort of like every time they go past the water station, just Regal. picking up water. This is a joke. Weird thing. Surely? It was so weird. It is. It does. Honestly, it sounds like some some dream sequence. In fact, you could definitely write that up to make it sound like. I did have one of those dreams, and I have them every now and then, and I don't know why. It's sort of like a restless leg thing. Like sometimes it's not exactly restless legs that I get, but I get that thick, like cramp feeling when you're lying in bed and you're like, oh, I just can't. Maybe that is restless legs. I don't know. 
but um like where you feel like you just you need to stretch out but you just can't stretch enough and your legs feel sort of tense do you ever get that like sort of shaky mm. and I have these dreams they're horrible but nothing much is happening but I'm having to run somewhere and my legs are like bent into this really uncomfortable <laughs> crouch and I'm like walking along on these like bent legs and I can't straighten them out oh it's the worst it's my worst 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 dream and I had one the other night I can't remember why I was having to run but oh Maybe it's a like deficiency in something that makes your muscles feel like that. I don't know. Maybe. I do like stretches and things before bed, but it doesn't always. Well, sometimes I forget, I suppose. I'm feeling it now just talking about it. Ugh! It's making me stressed. I'm going to have to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up at like 3 a.m. from dreams that seem like they're sort of like really stressful nightmares and then just it's like really inconsequential I don't know it's annoying um the other night I was dreaming that did I tell you about this one where I was like working in a bookshop um but uh it was kind of like a Shakespearean company sort of thing but it was like somewhere I'd been away from and I'd forgotten how to do the till and it was really complicated um and I was selling paint <laughs> and someone this customer had come in and they were like yeah, I want um, this paint and it was like all these different colours and they were, had all these different names and the till was like massive and you had to like find the specific colour that they were asking for and then the amount. And he was like, yeah, I want two litres that actually, no, I, I'll take the bigger one. And I think I want the like beige 2.5 paint or something. And I was like, okay, okay, hang on. I was like trying to find this complicated thing. I went on for ages and I was really stressed and hungry and I was like, oh, I was supposed to be going on my break. And then the guy just went, actually, I think I'm just not going to get any of them. I'm just going to look around. And I was like, fuck's sake. And then all these people, <laughs> all these people turned up and like just started eating their lunch on this counter and like moved the counter along so that they could sit on it. And I was like, it's outrageous. And then <laughs> I looked out the window, like over this counter <laughs> and this woman was like, naked and she was like, had horrible tattoos on. And she was sort of like an older woman and she was just like, it's like hippie and she's just doing this like hippie dance <laughs> this garden in front of the shop and going like oh I'm so free and I was like fuck off <laughs> so angry <laughs> I just no idea where any of that came from there's <laughs> a, a sort of work you know feeling like oh, I don't know I don't know what I'm I don't know not don't know what I'm doing at work, but just being frustrated, I suppose. Mm. People not helping. <laughs> um, and the other night I dreamt that these twins from school, uh, students, they're Italian. And for some reason, it was there. I think it's because they'd been at this open evening night before. Um, and they'd got all this retro stuff. Like um, they'd bought into school, like uh, a massive Walkman and like cassettes <laughs> and um and like a phone a flip phone that had like an aerial coming out of it and everyone's like oh it's so cool and I was like why have you got this this is stuff from like when I was younger and they're like oh we just think it's really cool <laughs> okay it's a good one mm. do you find um what do you think when you're in a shop because sometimes they're like this and you're buying something and it really doesn't, and it is like that. And they just spend ages sometimes looking up. 
just to like get the exact right thing and you're like just just charge me whatever just i don't care and they're just like oh no because this like the brown one has a different code from the black what one. do you like, mean oh you know sale? like sometimes you're like buying two, I... like have you never had that where you're like buying mm. like two things it's like mm. say you're buying a red item and like you know a brown one and the brown one scans fine and then they're like oh the red one won't scan you're like just fucking scan another brown one what's it matter they you're can't. not like the person but why not it's like it's the same price you know so it's like have the same price. It's just like they're... so would they fire you for that fire you but you've got to do the right thing you can't just do what you want it's oh, got to go through the till in the right way at the end of your shift they'll look through and they'll be like why have you not rang this in properly now our mm. till's out because <laughs> they need to know I mean, what stock they've sold so that they can replace right. it when i used to work at the cafe i just used to make up whatever i was just like i was, I was just like it was more in my mind it was more important to keep the line moving because there was big queues of people at lunchtime so it's like if i didn't know what the price of something was how I'd long just did you work up. there <laughs> i don't remember you working at long. cafes yeah, ages ago. What cafe was that? It was in Barbican. Waterside um, one. But yeah, and also I'd do discounts as well. I'd be like, you know, this overwork. I'll keep doing stuff like that, though, if you work somewhere. <laughs> you will get fired. Well, I don't think they had any real you're way You're very expendable this. if you're a shop worker. God, I was in yeah. next to, uh, yesterday. Um, it's this one in this, like, industrial estate or whatever. So it's, like, a big one. It's, like hardly anyone in there and this fucking woman like went to go and pay and she was just like i this kind of thing makes me so uncomfortable i had to like walk away until she was done i don't know what the issue was but she was really rough and like loud and rude and this poor really young guy behind the till was like, being really polite and trying and she was just she was just standing there going well I, this is the only card i got this is the only card i got i got another credit card that's it that's the only card i got so and they're just crossing her arms on the counter and she's like well, if it's not working, you fucking can't buy these things. Sometimes we can't have everything we want, woman. She was there for like 20 minutes. Come on. I felt so sorry for him. <laughs> I was like, he was just like, okay, the thing is, it's not like I'm not finding it. Well, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but she obviously just couldn't. Yeah, just so aggressive. People were so rude. <laughs> And a kid was running around like screaming. I just I hate things like that because I'm just like she's so <laughs> scary, you know. So you can't like do anything to help because you know she'd just be like she'd take the head off. So I'm just like I just have to walk around the shop and just get away until I sort it out. Hopefully he got his manager or something. That's what I would have done. Okay, I'll just leave you with my manager. Bye. <laughs> You're very sweary today, Jenna. I know. Is the I know. This episode that. ever. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you don't have to apologize. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the swearest ever. I'm always sweary, but yeah, maybe you're okay. just not used to it. You haven't spoken to me for a while. Maybe, maybe. I'm but which, which sweary which, person? I mean, one of them has to be the sweariest episode. I think it could be this one. I mean, we could just. And also, we're not done yet. I mean, you've still got fuck knows how many swears to come. <laughs> I've only used the f word, the f bomb. <laughs> Are people really still bothered about that kind of thing? No, no. I just noticed it. Maybe in a in oh, attention. No. In what? In attention. You're venting it out through your the therapy of doing a podcast. I don't swearing isn't really like that for me. I don't know. No, okay. No, because I swear I don't think of it as something like really, oh some people are like, oh my god. Yeah. This is like speech, isn't it? Teachers tend to be very swear. Go into any staff room and there'll be a lot of swearing as soon as you get out of uh, secondary schools, not in primary schools. 
Then they're all like, oh, I really like the Disney film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had an open evening this week to be there till eight. And um, so weird. I don't think he'll listen to this. Maybe he does. Doubtful. Who? Then he do. Um, it was so weird. So, like, open evening is weird anyway, because it's like, especially for me, so I'm not even a teacher, really. And I'm just like, why am I here? And you just stand there until eight o'clock and people coming in with their kids are like, oh, hello. And you're just like trying to sell the school or something. I don't really know. I'm just really bad at it. I just don't know what to say. Um, I ended up just trying to like talk to the kids because I just don't know how to talk to the adults. Like one of them was like, okay, so tell me about the results because um, this doesn't mean anything to me because we had like all the results tables like up on the board and I was like, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> like we do okay. Um, anyway, so people were coming in and this guy came in and my colleagues were like, welcome to English, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and he just looked around at me and went, hello. <laughs> and I was like, whoa that is weird uh so it was a friend of mine who i've seen once since but we worked together at lloyd's bank 2002-2003 when i lived in brighton after i graduated and uh yeah i've seen him once since then like i think i've seen his wife because she sells her artwork at like etsy pop-up things um and I knew he'd had a kid, but he doesn't put anything on social media. Like he just puts his artworks. So I don't know anything else. Um, and so he just came in with his child, like to send her to my school. And it was just so weird because it's weird enough when you see someone you haven't seen for that long. But when you're at work and it's just like this crossover of things and it's just like, oh, there's this like 11 year old child. <laughs> it was really weird. I couldn't really like, I have no one to share it with because I don't really have any mutual friends now. Mm-hmm. Lee might remember him, but um, yeah, it was very strange. And he works at the university, which is right next to my school. <laughs> That's quite weird as well. Mm. Um, but they were like, <laughs> they're like really such sort of nice middle class, like they live on Elm Grove. Um, and uh <laughs> and I was just thinking like you know I was sort of trying to sell the school but it's like it's hard isn't it it's like when they kind of go okay well you know what's the atmosphere like and you're kind of like well they're teenagers you know like it's a bit of this a bit of that anyway I was trying to sort of say oh yeah you know it's good this 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 and there's this girl at my school that I've said about who she's <laughs> so loud and she just talk about swearing like she just swears all the time, the top of her voice, like walking around the school and she'll just come in a classroom to shout. She's the one that used to go around going, my nan's got chlamydia, she's going to give it you. <laughs> she, but she's really funny. She's not mm. horrible. She's just very loud and very sweary. Um, and she discovered that I'm called Gemma Collins and she thinks it's the most amazing thing ever. And I told her this story about how I'd got, some parcel delivered and when i went to, be, to because of the same name as the podcast yeah thing. yeah yeah right. the uh reality tv star yeah 
um, I went to get a parcel delivered. I went to the post office to pick it up. And the, the woman in the post office was like, oh, you're Gemma Collins. I was wondering who was going to, I was like really looking forward to seeing who was going to come pick it up. And I told this girl the story and she's like delighted with it. And she literally tells everyone, like every single person that hasn't heard it, you know, she'd be like, miss, this, she's called Gemma Collins. How amazing is that? And she told me the story, right? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I was talking to my friend that I hadn't seen all this time and he's like a cute little kid and I was really like bewildered and like, this is so weird, blast from the past. And she just burst into the room <laughs> right when he said like, so um, is it quiet? And like, you know, are people like <laughs> keen to learn? And she just came in the room and went, Gemma Collins. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, welcome. Um, welcome to my school. <laughs> how many Gemma Collins are there? And also, how did this, uh, I mean, I've, I've listened to her podcast, but was she, she, she was on reality TV? Yeah, that's why or? she's, yeah, she's right. only doing a podcast now. That's just what she's doing what with her time TV at the moment. What show was it? I don't know. I didn't watch it. The Only Way is Essex, something like that. Okay. Are you going to um, write to her and meet up? <laughs> I mean, she's not about like, she's smart like her whole I think you thing should write in is like your... sort of like dumb blonde type thing like kind of like jay goody was on big brother do you remember her mm. um mm. that kind of figure like she's a sort of essex kind of ah like really loud and brash and makes stupid comments but i've read interviews with her and i think she's much smarter than she's going on because a lot of these people that go on these programs they get super famous and they don't know what to do with it. And if they're genuinely untogether, they're not going to carry on a career because mm. like they just burn out or they just get attacked. You know, she she's quite canny. She knows how to like milk this. I think it's like she's created this sort of alter ego almost that it is her, but it's very exaggerated and um, she's quite good at it. And I don't think she's a horrible person. So <laughs> there could be worse people to be named after, but she is quite... You're not, character. Clear, you're not named after her you just share no, names. but like <laughs> everyone you think it's weird because you don't know anything about her but for teenagers it's massive because she's right. so famous and sure. so like my name had like meant nothing and now suddenly it's like what mm. they're all like your name is actually Gemma Collins and I'm like, yes and I've never had this before like loads of people are called Gemma but like my whole name is called um yeah the only way is Essex is what she was on in 2011 it's one of these like ongoing ones I think like the Chelsea what made in Chelsea one where they follow right. them around right right uh you should I think you should write in write to her and tell her that mm. the teenagers at my school are delighted by me yeah maybe I should but also she does um I kind of don't want to <laughs> She does relationship advice as well. <laughs> yeah. So I've never actually it, listened it, to it. Oh, I've listened to it. It was it is gen generally quite good. I mean, it sort uh -huh. of tends to be like respect yourself and yeah, that's nice. Things like that. <laughs> yeah. But you have you ever had that like where you're at a work thing and you get like a strange crossover of like people and work? I, I find that really hard to deal with. No, because work is work, <laughs> and I know, like, it's different, like when I was working at Shakespeare's, like, 
my whole life was in there and like I guess yeah people did come in but I still did find that weird sometimes the way that people could just find me there so people from my past could just walk in and I'd be at work oh, yeah and I'd be like yeah this is kind of awkward it is weird like that the way you're yeah you're sort of a bit sort of exposed and vulnerable yeah and yes. also because because you can't really yeah it's like particularly if it is someone you just don't want to see yeah like you can't just be like fuck off like no. in front of like other customers um or if it's someone yeah, that you really want to see like if someone that you like fancy or something that's like, oh, yeah, really awkward that as well yeah well that's probably a very good sign though if they're coming to see you at your workplace although i suppose it is if they just they might not be coming you. to see you they might yeah that's true if they just they just bumped into you and they're like all dressed all cool and you're having to wear your you know sand oh well, when we yeah at least it wasn't like that shakespeare's but yeah. when we had that last festival the last festival that i did was crazy because it was like all these people came back for the festival and there's all these people that I'd like been involved with in some way. And it's just like, felt like, Oh, this is a horrible melange of <laughs> my time in Paris. Just like, <laughs> can't really get away from it. <laughs> just made me seem like I was this sort of loose, bluesy. Maybe I was. Is that yeah. cut out as well? The loose loosey. Maybe I'll just leave those <laughs> words in. <laughs> With just no context. Every other, yeah, just like a few seconds to just leave the reactions without leaving the listener confused as to what bits they missed. Because you do find that as well quite often when I'm listening to a podcast, only half listening and you're doing something yeah. else. And then you're like, wait, what was that bit? Yeah. And rewind. And yeah. like, sometimes it still doesn't really make any sense. Or you just end up, but then you're like, or you don't get back. You go too far or not far enough. Or do you ever have this thing like where you... I used to have this when you when you're studying particularly when you're like listening and like you say you like half this and then you're like oh I zoned out then I missed something important I zoned out and then you rewind and you do it again and there's something yeah. about it like it's just like I literally have done this three times now and I haven't heard it each time <laughs> it's like what the fuck's wrong with me you're just like blanking on the same bit when I was doing my de degree I was watching these videos of this because it was weird in that we had this we were using this program Max MSP and um but you weren't exactly taught it it was more like they were like how to do creative things without actually really teaching you how to use it and i, I really wanted to know sort of all the ins and outs of how it worked because i guess because i'm approaching it as like a programming language and so i watched there was this uh videos from the guy who helped invent it at stanford mm. but he was quite slow and so I started and, you know, I need to, and there was something like 35 hours I needed to get through. And so I sort of started watching it, you know, because you can speed it up. And I watched it sort of faster and faster. So it's sort of like watching it at 1.25, then 1.5, then 1.75, and eventually at 2. I don't know how you do that. I can't fastest, take it in. The fastest it goes to. And what's really weird is he, he then talks very quickly like this, and it sounds a bit like a gerbil. And also he, he had this thing oh. where he'd like look straight into the camera. And... Um, because you're watching so fast, he never blinks anymore because you can't see that. So it's just like he's just staring straight at you and just talking very fast at 100 miles an hour. And it was so Terrifying. weird because then if I slowed it, like occasionally that was it, where it's like I didn't get that bit and you had to keep replaying it, replaying it. And I'd be like, OK, let me slow it down to normal speed. And you're just like, God, it's so slow now. You know, you just get mm. that kind of thing. It can be like that when you uh, drive on the motorway for a long time and then you go yeah. into town. And you're suddenly like, oh my god, Horrible. 30 like, miles an how hour. How am I even moving? <laughs> it's like you're crawling on your hands yeah. and knees. Yeah. yeah. Or like 20. Like mm, if actually, you're... 20 in London, yeah. 20 really is or quite like, slow. There's a bit cause... in Brighton, which is 20 after you've come from, yeah, it's not motorway, but um, what is it, the A37? Yeah, I think like coming into Brighton. 
and then mm-hmm. you come along this stretch that goes to my house and it's all like houses and there's like a school near there and it's 20 and it's just like what how yeah how am I going to get down here <laughs> it's like yeah. um, I drove my friends it's not a terribly fancy one but to me it's fancy because all the cars I've driven are not fancy so I drove his BMW and it had oh. a speed limiter and it was really quite cool you just sort of um you sort of choose the speed you want by nudging this little dial on the on the steering wheel and oh. it's got like an LED that kind of is on the speed you want and then it just keeps you at that speed and it's just weird because oh. you're just so consistent as well because it also will sort oh. of slow it down if you're sort of going down the hill and yeah and you realize that 20 miles an hour is so fucking slow oh. but I, I like it I mean it's weird um I like it as a cyclist I was going to say it's very nice when people when it is a 20 mile an hour zone and yeah, people I think people still tend to speed obviously a bit but if they, it means they're going more like you know 25 instead of 32 or something it's actually mm. still a lot of improvement yeah because you can keep you can cycle at about 25 if you're quicker yeah I bet I can guess which one of your friends has the BMW yeah I bet you. <laughs> am I right yeah was I he mean, there how, on how, your party yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, how many of my friends Such even have cars? Such a BMW driver. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, dear. I hate BMW funny. drivers. Sorry. <laughs> they're yeah. always the tech. You see someone behaving really badly on the road. They're always a BMW. Always. Why? Yeah, as a, as a cyclist, I said that. It's, well, it's funny as well because he's like, oh, I'm not a BMW driver. And you're like, and yet you've bought a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I could just, I could just picture <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it has this sports mode that you can put it into, and it just makes everyone who isn't the driver feel nauseous, basically. <laughs> oh, is it all like it's... sort of smooth and. Well, there's comfort mode, which is what we drove in. But as soon as you put it into sports mode, it's weird because I don't quite know what it's doing. I guess it does a lot of stuff like tightening the suspension and the steering and all sorts of things. Yeah. But it just feels so fucking sick. Yeah, but even, um, uh, what do you call it, um, automatics feel like mm. that. They make me sick. Really? I can't, like, travel them. So my parents' car is automatic. And because it just, it's the it's like really smooth. And you're like, oh, it's so smooth. And it's like, yeah, that's horrible. I'd rather be jolted. You don't get car sick from jolting. You get car sick from the, like, lurch. It's like being on a boat, you know. It's just like, Whoa. Like, so you go around corners and the way it, like, changes speed, it's horrible. I had a Land Rover for a while, an old, proper old one. Yeah. Oh and yeah, you told really... the story about that in the first. Yeah. Ep- cool. I was on the first episode. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, it was always really shaky inside. And I went in a helicopter once. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like being you went in a land. In a over. helicopter. Yeah. Where? Just, just in in New York, just a quick helicopter tour. What? Six, How six minutes. Just for fun, as a tourist, you, you you can do helicopter tours of of Manhattan there. Um, well, I would not like. They that. may have moved them now, but. What was it like? Uh, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's good. Like six that. minutes goes very quickly, but also a helicopter can go quite far in six minutes. So you you, you took off at around about thirty fourth or something like that. Doesn't sound like it would be worth it. You'd just be like, okay. Yeah, you fly. Well, you got up high, fly down. Got a pie. Hudson, oh, got up, up high. high. <laughs> I think you got, got a pie. pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, given a pie. And then, um, <laughs> fly around the Statue of Liberty Keep and then. The pie. Back but the thing is also weird is that those pilots are so bored because they're just doing this all day, every day. And um, 
so they know exactly what they're doing as well but kind of at the end when you're coming back in you're sort of flying up high and then they just go and it feels like they just go sort of straight oh. down and it honestly feels like you're going to hit the water yeah that sounds horrible because they they stop about sort of it's probably still like 12 20 <laughs> feet above the water but it just you're just like ah no and, you know then no, they come in and land and it's so smooth that you wouldn't even know they'd landed mm. but, um showing off showing off yeah they're so loud Obnoxious. they are very loud like yeah I, I don't from that point of view i mean even though, well there's lots of things like that, that total total nimbyism that i'm like i don't think helicopter tours should be allowed even though i did one <laughs> <laughs> i don't think planes should fly over london unless i'm in them yeah <laughs> i just listened to this um episode of the wild podcast i really like and it was about uh this sound guy this is really sad actually he spent his whole life um recording sound of nature and pursuing finding um silence so a silence that he means like lack of human noise so not like no noise but like a, a space which is really hard to find mm-hmm. where there's no he's trying to find like 15 minutes it has to be from before dawn until two hours after sunset somewhere between them 15 minutes of silence of no human noise and he's found like in america like eight places and he spent his life doing it and then he's it now in his late 60s i think um yeah he's he like had hearing suffered from hearing loss and his, his whole life is about this it's really sad but he's found like this young apprentice he's taking the work for him anyway and the episode was <clears throat> they're in seattle and he takes the uh podcaster guy to this silent place they found this place that's like there's no human sound um you have to go like off into the forest and it's just yeah and he and he's like really overwhelmed and overcome by it it's quite profound but it, yeah he's it, saying it's just we've got to preserve these places because i found that a lot they're getting rarer it, and rarer well in um i mean i guess i'm guessing the hardest thing to get away from in the us is aircraft noise because there's so many both roads flying. and aircraft but it's the same here yeah. it's even harder here yeah. I, I feel like when I was in America, I felt like, I mean, I didn't test it, but I feel like I went to some places where there were no human noise, but uh, I don't know if I could say that in England. When we went on that sort of South Downs walk, like you, but there's always like aircraft, not all hmm. the time, but there's definitely not 15 minutes. <laughs> and you sad. can hear roads from a long way away. Yeah. It, it sometimes takes you a while to realise that you can actually yeah, hear yeah. it. Well, I was sad in that campsite in the new forest, like, oh, it's just the road. But when mm. we walked, though, that day, there mm-hmm. was air, there was aircraft there, wasn't there? Mm. But apart from that, we couldn't, we, yeah. we got out so far, we didn't, there was no one around and we didn't hear the road anymore. I was yeah. thinking probably yeah. the easiest way to meet that criteria would be go into a cave that you should have gone underground. To yeah, but then the you're not, that's not quite what they're doing because you're wanting sounds of nature. You don't want like there's, whether there's nothing there's, there might there's be nature. But, yeah yeah but not much but, yeah like bird i can imagine a, a forest is quite good from insulating you from the sort of mm. sounds of roads and stuff i really want uh, to go to seattle and i want to go to japan we watched another studio ghibli last night and it's just so oh, so beautiful <laughs> they're so calming that's what i like about their films that they have these moments of silence and just nature he's really into that 
where they like kind of escape the city and they just he doesn't even fill it with music it's just like just a space it's just like someone walking and then there'll just be trees and nature sounds which film was it uh this one was called whispers of the heart or whisper of the heart uh it was quite funny actually because we were like trying to find a film to watch and Lucinda was like I just don't want anything about relationships or love it's really hard to find a film that isn't about relationships or love and we were going through these things and we were like yeah but that kind of is oh yeah but that kind of is as well and we were like educating Rita was on the like tv and we we're like yeah but that's kind of a relationship <laughs> like that's what it is um and then we were like well watch a studio ghibli because often they're not like they're just sort of fantastical you know or like saving the planet or something um and we thought this one was going to be about cats because there's another one with like this sort of cat land where they're cool with like little cats with top hats and things <laughs> um and it had a cat on the poster but it was about this teenager and she meets this, this boy keeps getting out the same books as her from the library and she gets kind of obsessed with him and then they end up together. We we're like, damn it, this is literally a love story. <laughs> we failed. I was thinking that, I mean, it's, it feels like it would need to be an actual road trip <laughs> film, that sort of, because it's like if, if it's not about a relationship, although often those turn into things yeah. about relationships too, but they don't have to yeah, be. They're usually um, platonic. Depends though, what aren't you mean they? by it can be a platonic relationship. Yeah, it's like more of a or a sort of self-discovery. I was thinking of trying to make uh, a list of um, films for people. You know, if you want to avoid love and romance, and you just want to escape from it. But like, I mean, there's plenty of like, but they're just not really. Well, it depends what you like. I suppose there's a lot of like very male films where they're just. Like action but then they usually have some kind of like hot woman that the man will bang by the end because <laughs> if it's a male fantasy that's what happens that's what's nice about studio ghibli as well it's like even if they are like romance based they, they're usually a female fantasy and that's so rare like it's, it's so lovely and it's you know you probably wouldn't even know that it was but like this one definitely was so she's a teenage girl but the boy that she falls in love with is such a female fantasy because he's just like, God, he's just like perfect. Like if you're 16, like, and you're a certain kind of girl, it's just like, oh, this is like the ideal. He's like, he reads all these obscure books and he's always in the library. Um, and he like plays, he makes and plays violins. How hot is that? <laughs> and he's like really ambitious. He wants to travel. He wants to get out there and like go to Italy and learn violin making and he's like really romantic and he rides a bike everywhere and like it's just like and he has a cat that he looks after it's just like that is such a, like perfect <laughs> it's just like and he takes her out like he comes cycles around to her house at like dawn so that they can go to this special spot to like watch the sunrise you're like yeah yes please <laughs> I'd have loved that when I was I mean, I still do, but. Whereas I haven't actually seen that many. I've seen. Oh, I think uh, I've seen them Spirited all now. Away. I've seen Spirited Away in Howl's Moving Castle mm -hmm. and when Marnie was there. I, oh, actually, I haven't seen that one, but I'm not sure that's um, Miyazaki. Some of them are not Miyazaki. Um, um, I recommend Nausicaa, City of the Wind, and. Um, uh, Ponyo and what's the other one that's like environmental they kind of run into each other because they have similar themes 
think I'm just adding them to my list now. What else is on there? Uh, loads. Um, my neighbour. Oh, Totoro. you haven't seen my neighbour Totoro? No. Oh, that's a classic. Like that's okay. that's as famous as Spirited Away, and for a reason, it's like it's more childlike, but it's so beautiful and calming. It's got one of the best like this this like trolley it's it's a classic when you look at this it's actually it's their logo i think that creature mm -hmm. the fluffy thing and they just stand at a bus stop in the rain there's a whole scene and it's just like raindrops falling on him it's, uh, yeah it's beautiful um princess mononoke oh yeah that one's good that's really okay. environmental there's the ones that are like really environmental and they're like female protagonists well they usually are but um kind of on a crusade there's loads am i gonna read them all out no um, those are the good ones Kiki's, Kiki's, uh, uh, i didn't like, i started watching that but it's a bit baby it's a bit yeah. of a babyish one what was that first one you said uh nausicaa nausicaa let me find that so city of the wind or something like that n-a-u-s-i i'm not sure if i'm saying it right it's her name right might be saying it wrong as the wind rises that's different presumably. that's different oh here we are now it's like the valley mm. of the wind valley of the wind okay. that one's lovely this was quite an old one that we watched yesterday it was from 95 so the animation was a bit like jerky but it was kind of sweet and japan just always looks so lovely <laughs> And I know it's a kind of idealized version, but also like live films that I've seen in Japan just look so nice. Like the countryside just looks so beautiful. And all the rain. Ugh. If you go, go for a long time. Yeah. So you have time I to need someone it. there as well, though. It'd be better, wouldn't it? Like to know someone that could show you around. That's always Definitely. better. Yeah, I don't know anyone Japanese. I haven't got any Japanese friends. Well, I know someone, but she lives here. She's a friend of... Um, Jenny's. She said it's really nice to visit. But make a pen pal. Yeah, pen pals. That's how Someone it works. Still do that. We were some teacher was explaining pen pals to the kids the other day, and they didn't know what it was. She's like, when I was at school, we would write letters. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> Now they just like weird though, the kids don't even they're on get like no that's why we were explaining it because mm. the Jekyll and Hyde has loads of letters in it and they were we were like we have to sort of explain to them. So kids, a letter is kind of like an email, <laughs> but on paper. <laughs> and even an email was... is old-fashioned to them. And an email is kind of like a text message. A text message is kind of like <laughs> A Snapchat, but that stays there and is like in full sentences. <laughs> um, <laughs> and can only be seen by one person. I read this ages ago, I feel, so I might have got it wrong, but I feel like when I worked at Reuters on Fleet Street, they used to have one of the busiest mailboxes in the country and that they did something like 14 collections a day. Yeah, um, because it was sort of that was the main way that people were communicating, but that because it was such high frequency, you could you could do things like write a letter to your wife saying what you'd like for tea, and just put it in the post box and it'd be there sort of like an hour later. Yeah, Aww, um, that's cool. 
I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird because we've slightly got some of that going now where there's sort of there's loads of these bloody services in London being like, we'll have your de- de- groceries delivered mm. in 10 minutes. And you're like, kind of like, that is a bit weird, isn't it? Why don't you just go to the shops? But I guess people do it. I don't know. There's so much. Um, Maybe they can't. Deliveroo and that kind of thing. You think people are trapped at home or they just, I think they've just got, because it's weird because they want to get you into these sort of subscriptions. You pay a subscription to the thing and then you get this sort of free delivery, but you're just sort of paying out some amount per month and things are a bit more pricey but yeah, people people use it Convenient. i guess maybe it makes profit i don't know but anyway so in this episode we were we you were claiming you saw it before but we see all of gael <laughs> gael but before it was more like oh, we're gone we see we see naked gael but yeah. before it was more like there was a sort of frame that you could find where it was kind of like the foam of the bath perhaps yeah. was and but this is like this is, no holds bars. Bars? Well, there the, yeah. the whole I would say is so that we're seeing it through the lens of a of a door spy. Yeah, hallway. but this one bit where it goes through it, I oh, I it. A, it's just full. I didn't do a, a full I didn't frontal, do a frame by frame. Just standing there. <laughs> yeah. Looking good. Uh yeah, and on the and the in the commentary day. So <laughs> well, let's talk about the episodes, because otherwise it get out of sync. You start because I didn't. My writing is. I can't well, so we had it where she heard that she was having that dream just to catch up. She was having that dream of a, a yeah. brain mantis and a turtle fighting over an elephant. She wakes up hearing that sort of freaky noise at the door. Mm. But then, so she turns. So in this minute, she turns on the light, which kind of tells us that she is actually properly awake. That it's gone from the dream. But you get that kind of. So the well, noise woke her up. Yeah, because I've definitely had quite a few things like that where I'm having a dream. And then sort of something starts happening, you know, like there's sort of like the sound of a truck reversing or something. And you wake up and it's your alarm clock, you know, so yeah. it's sort of something from the real world has sort dream. of bled into the dream. And so when you wake up, you're like, is that real or something? You know, and it's particularly yeah. scary if you start dreaming about a smoke alarm going off and then you wake up and you're like, oh, it's the flat on fire. You oh. know, I've had that once or twice. Yeah, where like a smoke, like, oh, actually when I last down my mum's, a bloody smoke alarm just started going off like a little bit, which is go beep, 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 and woke me up out of, like, because it first of all woke me up out of the dream. I was like, oh, God. And then couldn't sort of, and then managed to get back. To, and then I think I went to look at it, but couldn't for, couldn't find out where it was even. Mm. And then went back to sleep and then did it again. Ah. And this time I turned on the lights and somehow mum still didn't hear it. That was the kind of weirdly scary thing. And so I found the smoke alarm. I, it, was, it was on the ceiling. So I, I pulled it off the ceiling out of the thing and put it in and I, I couldn't there was no battery on it you know the way they just like have these sort of eternal batteries now so you don't mm. and so I didn't know how to mute it so I just took it into the spare room put it under a load of pillows and then it happened oh. again and it turns out I'd found the wrong smoke alarm but oh, it was this, just it was so disturbing this happened to it us was, the other night the exact same thing so annoying, but like it was, it was so alarming. I, yeah but what was in a way alarming was that I didn't wake up from the alarm I woke up because Lucinda turned the light on in the hallway trying to fix it and the light woke me up and I woke up thinking fuck I've overslept why is it light and I was freaking out and then I was like what why is the something's happened Lucinda must be out like something terrible must have happened because why is the light on and uh um and then I went out and I was so out of it and I just stood there and she was standing on a chair going fucking thing I can't turn on it's really cross and I was like what's happening <laughs> <laughs> and it was beeping really loudly but the beeping didn't wake me up which is a bit worrying but yeah, she was like there's nothing here because it's like inbuilt it's one of these like centralized ones and she's like there's right. no way of turning off there's no battery in this so why is it beeping she had to give up 
I go back to bed and I was, we were both like really tired the next day and then she she was like oh I realized when I got up that because I was like oh it stopped after a while and she's like yeah I realized that that one doesn't work that centralized one that's why our landlord put in another one so she was just looking at the wrong one uh, so there right. was one that the battery had right, gone out right. but she just like standing there going but there's no way into this so um <laughs> uh, she anyway she's working up the so, noise. She, so she's now probably woken up and she's looking at this um this note has been shoved under the door so she's well this whole thing is still in the in the art shop recalling it to zoe mm. and um she i guess she and zoe says something i would tell me she says yeah, and what and she's like, no, 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 tell me about the sort of the bit with Gail or something. Yeah, with um, Gail. Or Stefan, <laughs> Stefan, obviously. And, um, tell us, get on and, to the bit where he gets naked. Yeah, and she says, this is my favourite bit. And she sort of says, well, Stefan, who twisted his hand, is butt naked in the hall. But I want to know, because she yeah. looks through the through the spyglass, what does she say in French? Because I'm yeah, sure... Yeah, I was going to tell you. Butt naked not, doesn't sound not, very French. It's... it's um, But I suppose it is how you translate it. Well, she says, first of all, she says... um. So uh, I turn on the light, click, click, and, uh, and then she's like, and this is my favourite part of the story. And she goes, uh, I, uh, I saw Stefan, who twisted his hand, helping carry the piano, is um, totally naked. That's all it says. Too new. Totally naked. Mm. Uh, turning nice around, way. turning around on the hallway of the fifth floor. And for some reason, they just didn't translate that bit. She's oh, like, he's on the fifth floor. So fifth floor have they said that before oh very good oh nice nice thank you um mm. and then it shows her like giggling looking through the peephole of her door um and then the, i didn't i listened to this a few times because i couldn't work out who was saying this because you can't see yeah. but zoe maybe was saying what you found stefan the one who helped you move yeah, that's I got that confused. I wrote that down that it was confusing because yeah, she says Stefan who helped you move in, but it was like it was she was saying that to Zoe, and it's like no. Yeah, I think Zoe must you be saying there. that bit. It's so I think maybe Zoe must... they messed up the titles. But... Oh, sorry, I know that's probably um, tangerine. But the door behind you just opened. That was so scary. <laughs> that was really. I'm, I'm assuming it was tangerine. Yeah. It just really this, slowly. The machine went it's off. in the corner of the screen and it just like this dark Someone comes in and kills me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it tangerine? Yeah, because I can see she's not in the bed. Oh god. Um and I think I hear her crunching cat biscuits. So, so um, Zoe says that so I've got a question in a moment. So Zoe wait, wait, says wait, wait, like just Yeah. I think they. I think we would have translated it as stark naked in English. That was the word. Yeah, we? stark naked. And I yeah. think Americans just Too don't new. say that. Yeah, why totally. is it? Why is it stark? Yeah. I mean, stark does mean sort of like mm. total, doesn't it? In that way, yeah, it? it's stark. A strange contrast. Like it's complete yeah, contrast. It's it a designer. Is it Philippe Stark or something? But it's, it's a weird word, stark. We, it we, is a weird. What word. would you use it? Stark is it, contrast. Is, is, is I would only, say stark contrast. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so that's the quite two, common forms probably so, everyone says butt naked now because everyone says everything in america yeah that's how happy i am about that <laughs> just gonna make a vocal fry noise uh, severe or bare in appearance or outline there we go complete sheer. i'm not sure i wouldn't say that he's severe i'd say beautifully 
<laughs> full frontal. I would say that if it was me saying it, shit. I'd be like, so I saw my neighbor in the hallway complete. Well, I'd probably swear, wouldn't I? I'd be like, he was completely fucking naked, like full frontal, yeah. saw everything, his wangs out. <laughs> But stark naked. I mean, she's I think, quite. I think would be good. She's quite toned down, considering. Like, I would be like mm. talking about, and also Zoe. If, if I was Zoe, I would be like, "How big was his dick?" Like. Yeah, that's true. They didn't go to that like, kind of. Was he hot? Level. Yeah. Like, so this is the question I have. So, Zoe says, uh, "What, Stefan? You found Stefan? Who helped you move?" And and uh, Stephanie's like, "Yes, the son of my landlord, right? Or landlady, landlady, yeah." yeah. Um, uh, but my question is, so when he was helping, was two questions really. Zoe was like really flirting with him. So mm-hmm. is it that, so when she asks this now, it's like she's completely forgotten about him, right? She's like, who are you talking about? Oh yeah, what the one that helped you move. But like, dude, you were there and you were like totally flirting with him and like putting a bandage on him. So is it just that she's like that with all guys and she's just like really flirty and then she doesn't think anything of it? Is it that she's forgotten? Then the second question is, Stephanie in this whole scene is acting like the last time she saw him, was when he helped her move the in and drops the piano. But that's not the last time she saw him. So is mm. she not telling Zoe about their little thing of filming? Or did that not happen? Was that a dream? Was that a Stefan dream? No, I think that happened. But I don't think so she's even she necessarily... Her? I think it's just not clear enough. But I mean, maybe she has, has told her, or maybe she hasn't. I don't no, know. No, I don't they, think they so. Had this sort of little otherwise... Zoe but would be like, of... what well, the guy that was came round and you were hanging out with, like, she definitely hasn't told her. But she's, yeah, okay, let's say she probably hasn't told her because she sort of alludes to that because she's grumpy because she says, um, Oh, yeah, because she says, What does the letter say? And he's like, Blah, blah, yeah. blah I'm your neighbor. Wait, we blah, haven't blah, got blah, to that yet. We haven't liar. got to that yet. We haven't got to that yet. We kind of have, though. Oh, okay. Because we're sort of saying, because you're sort of talking about what Chloe, what Zoe's saying. No, no, because she hasn't said what. She hasn't said the thing. So she's picked up. No. So she's looking through and she sees him naked. Yeah. And then she looks down and under her door is a letter. So it's what she says. And then she's like, says what the letter says, right? She's yeah. to see the letter first. Um, and then Zoe's like, what did it say? And she can read something. She's like, oh, well, all this stuff, like, I'm your neighbour, I'm a liar, blah, blah, blah. By the way, in English, uh, do you have Zoe's number? And she's, yeah, she's pissed off. But yeah. she was pissed off. But she was pissed off before they had that evening. Because you remember when she saw him outside the flat and she was just like, oh, did you want, Zoe's not here, did you want her number? And he's like, no. Yeah, that's true. So she hasn't told her about them hanging out, which is weird. I'm just confused. I don't know if it's like a plot hole or if it's intentional, or if it was a dream, or it's just like... I don't think it's a dream. I think it's maybe yeah, okay. that she just doesn't tell her. She doesn't want to tell her because, because she knows that she'll shit all over it because she's a flirt. Mm. Maybe she's always stealing her. Yeah, I friends. think so. Shall I just pause because the door's open now and you can hear the washing machine? Okay, I can't hear it. Okay. But, but when I say pause, what's pause mean in a video chat? <laughs> okay. Also, you, you don't have the power to out. do that. Just make the... <laughs> Click noise or something. I don't know. Jules is walking across a room. He walks towards a door that contains a, kitch- a kitchen. 
He is wearing a white top with a black line on it. He closes the door. He walks underneath a mobile. He scratches his You're ear. Talking to the... He puts his headphones back on and smiles. You're rudely. talking in a weird I did the like voice. Like, um... Yeah, like when you put the um, auto description on, on the TV by accident yeah. and it says, a man is crossing a room. He looks about 30. <laughs> Thank you. Um... <laughs> So she's she's read the letter. So she reads the letter, which is a reveal because Stefan thinks that he got away with it. Yeah. He doesn't know that she read it. Um, But the fact that she reads that bit in English is weird. Which also, he wrote it in English. He wrote it in English. Oh, that's true. That bit wasn't written in English. Because he gave up trying to right. speak his crap French because he he's, That's true. he was very bad at it. But also, Zoe doesn't even react when she says this. Like, she's just like, no, oh, true. and blah, blah, blah. And Zoe's just like, yeah, what do you think he meant by that? And it's like, oh, Zoe, come on. But she's trying to play it cool, maybe, because she knows that, this, that Stephanie... She's like, what do you think Stephanie. he meant? And she's like, what do you think? Like, yeah. um, uh, you, what's it like? What'd she say? Um, you don't really ring my bell, or something. Your oh, friend yeah. is. She, she says she says something like, friend. "Oh, um, maybe you're swell, but your friend yeah. rings my bell." Which I don't know if that was intended to rhyme. It's interesting. I don't think the uh, French does. No, it doesn't. So it's just a <laughs> weird translation. I mean, it was some um, phrase that I haven't heard, and it wasn't bell, but it was like ding mong something and i hadn't heard it before i couldn't quite hear what oh. she was saying so it, it's probably an idiom that i don't know like ring your bell but maybe it's like i don't know bangs my <laughs> klaxon i don't know what would be a french thing toots yeah. my baguette because i would recognize that um so then, but Zoe then moves on. She sort of brushes past yeah. it to move on. So I say, so how is it that he doesn't know? Or she, she says, yeah. so he doesn't know that you know that he's your neighbour. Because, and she's like, yes, because then... He doesn't Captain know Hook, I read it. No, she's yeah, like... Yeah, Captain he, Hook got it back. Yeah, Cap, Capitaine Crochet. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, so they have it from... So is that, that's presumably a Peter Pan. Yeah. It's, it's being trans... You know, uh, yeah, she too. feeds it to his coat hanger. So he comes back yeah. to the dressing gown. Because we did think, I did think when he got it back, I was like, damn, that was lucky. Yeah. You know, that's a bit I of know. sort of like overplayed in a film. You'd be, yeah. It'd be difficult to do this. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, he must have had a change of heart. Um, yeah. And Zoe's like, well, why did he lie? And she's just like, well, why did you well, lie about our job? <laughs> and you also see a little moment of him through the, through the spy hole, but now we're in his dressing gown. Yeah. As well. But it's very quick. It feels like the... Mm. Like it must have been, you know, if you think about how long it would take for him to walk from the bath, because it's like we see that in the dream sequence, he's well, writing this the, thing. Yeah, but she's also read the letter in that time. We well, see her recounting yeah. it, but she's been sitting there reading it. Yeah, so we're flipping back and forth. But it would could be, be like five um, minutes or something. Yeah, it's hard to know. Because, I mean, it must have been that he sort of woke up almost as soon as he got back into the bath. He probably did, because you probably would if mm. you were so. Well, not that I know anything about sleepwalking, but I imagine... Yeah. That would wake you up, wouldn't it? And getting into a cold yeah. bath. It's kind of strange. Because he is cold when he wakes. Yeah, yeah, but it just seems weird to me. I just can't work it out. Like, why is she not referring back to... It's not well, clear if she's... And I don't know if they they knew, Dondry knew, and they haven't made it clear to us, like, that 
Stephanie's omitting to tell Zoe because because she doesn't want, you know because she's jealous, or whether it's not clear now what's actually happening and what's not mm-hmm. because they had a whole evening together. But the evening, why I say it might be a dream is the evening wasn't real, plausible. Things that happened that were magical. That's true. There were and there's, fantastical there's no taps actual magic. It's just like dream. Yeah, they were. There's the clouds and then the animated so water. If it's a dream, whose dream is it? Yeah. I mean, it might not be a dream. It might dreams. be more like a fantasy of Stefan, or it might be her fantasy. No, yeah, it's not, it's, and it's why be one is of he, like, obsessing about her now and when he wasn't bothered before? Because he definitely mm. did fancy Zoe. He told Guy. Mm. Mm. That's true. It's very confusing. So in the so... commentary, <laughs> Charlotte says... Well, I wish that when she's like the scene where she's looking at him naked and she said, well, I wish that I'd been looking at that <laughs> for real. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and Gaia's like, I think I would look a lot more happy if you were. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, wait, there was a key question. With you hardly ever see male full frontal nudity. Hardly ever. It's very yeah. noticeable when you do. At, you know, in a non-porn film, <laughs> like, you know, like if it's not sort of, even in like sex scenes, you don't, well, especially in sex scenes because you can't show in the rape penis, but like, like getting out of the bed afterwards or whatever. Um, there's that scene in Train Spotting where she has sex with him and then sort of like pushes him out with all his clothes into the hallway. And Ewan oh. McGregor is standing in the hallway and pulls the condom off of his. Do you nail. see it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I mean, it's kind of almost silhouetted because it's okay. sort of at, a, at a distance. But um, no, yeah. you're right. Generally, it is. I don't it is think you really of... see his penis, do you? Hmm. Well, yeah, I think so because I think you see him pull the. I mean, okay. that's sort of you know, it's, it's a great kind of indication of how quickly she's sort of like it's like be like, okay, sex now, get out. Get she's, out. She's, she's she's the woman who's like training to be a lawyer, and then doesn't she end up as his as his representative when he's nicked by the police later in the film? I haven't seen it for ages. I think you're talking about the new one now, aren't you? No, no, no. I don't remember any of that in the last one. The representative and the lawyer and things. No, maybe it's sex maybe, and then you never see her again. One. Yeah, maybe she does show up in the hmm. new one. I did see that and it wasn't very good. It would have been better mm. to just watch the old one again. But, I don't think um, I even want to watch the old one again. I don't think I'd like it as much as I did no, then. Didn't like and it, was, I, it wasn't yeah. even like I loved it at the time. It was just so iconic of the moment, wasn't it? And the soundtrack and stuff and like watching it there at like the cinema with all my friends. Yeah. And like at a festival, yeah. like Reading Festival, they played it. It's just like, I think now I'd just be like, mm, I don't know. Mm. Mm. And like, I love Ewan McGregor's a nice person, but I don't like his acting very much. <laughs> so. There's some kind of key question I was going to ask about the film. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of interesting, this relationship with him. Oh, oh, that was it. They say, they said, uh, why did he lie about his address? He didn't actually lie, did he? Did he say, I live somewhere else? Well, he's lying by omission. He says, I live, I've got to get back. I suppose so, yeah. She should have said. Um, I mean, though, it's so weird. Like, why? Because she didn't have to tell Zoe any of this. If she's trying to keep things from Zoe, why would she tell her this thing about, like, by the way, do you have Zoe's number? So it does seem weird that she hasn't said 
we hung out he came well, around the other unless day maybe she has said but we just that doesn't play into it but it would I mean, if she though, had told her if she had told so it would, would she because say? then when she's saying stefan outside was naked outside what the one that just came around like hmm yeah it seems weird to then reference him as the yeah the person who hurt his wrist wait and if it's the same also, night well i don't know this is very hard to know as to how long how much time has passed since the wrist incident I mean, she must, we, we assume it must be quite a amount of time because she's really much more moved in and all her stuff is set but up. But is it and... the same night as when they were filming The Clouds? Because he says, she says, well, I've got to go to sleep now. And he goes off, yeah. tends to go out, yeah, he does, into his looks... flat, has a bath and has a dream. I think it, I, I, I felt, hmm. yeah, up to this point, I felt it was the same night. So it's interesting then that she doesn't mention. Yeah, so maybe he, he didn't. Because if she had told, because if she was, so if she was going to tell Zoe, she would have had to tell her right then, which then would make it pointless to say it was the guy who hurt his Maybe wrist. Maybe he like, came round like he did when she, and she was like, Zoe's not here. And he's like, no, it's fine. And then maybe he did come up and see her flat, but then maybe he left and it went into a fantasy. I don't know. It's interesting though, that they also don't mention that to them, it should also be like, oh, this makes so much sense now as to why he was even there. Because why was he even in the hallway to catch yeah. the piano in the first place? So there should be a kind of like... Well, he did tell them that he was visiting... No he, no, he told them that he knew the landlord. That's why he was there, I That's think. That's true, yeah. Or did he say that right. it was his mum? No, he didn't. Because no. she said something bad about the landlord. Oh, yeah, but... and he was like, oh, better not say. Yeah. Although it seems interesting she's already managed to get into some sort of landlady sort of like annoyance dispute before she'd even moved in, really. But so it goes. To... Well, and they drilled a hole the in the machine. wall. What should I get? Bye. Lunch? I don't know. Let's end the minute and then we can talk about lunch. <laughs> they don't need to hear this. <laughs> they don't need to hear any of this.